Mm-hmm. Okay. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Queers and Soaps. I'm Tommy, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Aaron. Hello. Hello. I always gesture to you as if, like, you're next to me, <laughs> and they don't see me do it. I'm always just like... <laughs> and I always, like, just pose, like, hello. Hello. So tonight, we are going back to Sunset Beach. We watched episodes 11 through 15, so that's week three. And where we pick off, Meg is on the pier waiting for SB to meet her. And someone who she believes to be SB approaches her, but she can't make out who it is. And she just like pours her heart out to him. Mm -hmm. We can tell it's Mark. Even though they tried to like block his face out, we could tell it's Mark. <laughs> I still don't know how I feel about Mark. I just, I can't like get I know, attached I like to this character. I feel like I, I want to like him more than I do because I think he's cute. <laughs> yeah, I don't have that problem. Yeah, I'm not, <laughs> not very attractive um, to him. So after she like pours her heart and soul out to him and he hasn't said one thing. She's like, say something. And then when he steps forward out of the glare of the sun, she sees that it's Mark. She thinks that Mark has been SB the whole time, has been lying to her, and she punches him in the gut. <laughs> I think that's my problem with Mark, is he can end the whole thing and clear yeah. it up and make, you know, get Tiffany away from this man <laughs> or her obsession with this man. And he just, you know, it's like... Just, yeah, he has like this blind loyalty to Tiffany. Yeah, I, I just don't get it. I uh, Oh, well, this is probably jumping ahead, so maybe I should wait. So the next scene is Vanessa in Michael's apartment, and she's explaining to him that she's watching Jaylene because the father's dangerous and the mother went into hiding. Mm -hmm. um, meanwhile, Annie is still holding Ben hostage in his office. <laughs> I love how we're best friends, Ben. We're best friends. She you hold you hostage. <laughs> um, Annie's demanding a plane to get out of there and to go to a different country or a helicopter. <laughs> um, and the LAPD arrives. And I wrote, I suspect Eddie called them, but then later on we find out that Eddie gets like in trouble with like his superior because he is the one that called them. So that was validated. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about Eddie either. <laughs> I don't like Eddie. Okay. He's like a troublemaker and not in a fun way for me. No, he's just like huh. Annie's a troublemaker, but I like her. Um so Annie panics because the LAPD's there. And she shoots Ben. Or I thought she shot Ben. Apparently the bullet just... It grazed his shoulder. <laughs> All those people in that close together and she grazes a shoulder. I don't uh, know. How, like, how did no one get shot? <laughs> um, so Annie's like so sorry she apologizes to Ben and they're laughing about it. <laughs> I, I don't care if you're my best friend. If you shoot me... Good chance the friendship. I mean, after you held me hostage, are we friends? <laughs> so back on the pier, um, she, uh, Megan, what's his name, Mark, resolve the issue. He convinces her that he's not SB, 
which he's not. Mm-mm. And Meg is kind of strolling on her own, and she runs into a very handsome young man who reminds her of Armando de Chanel, the founder of Sunset Beach, <laughs> the land that romance builds. If you talk to what's her name, Elaine, I kept thinking he was a ghost. <laughs> I was like, is he a ghost? Is he about to disappear? Are they about to cut to the painting and it's going to look just like him? Um, in 1997, I would have been so in love with this guy. I would have been like planning my wedding to him. Like, <laughs> but now I'm just like, mm, my tastes have changed. <laughs> Mine too, because I feel I feel like I would have been right there with you. Maybe not planning our wedding, but <laughs> planning our week long fling. No. <laughs> yeah, there's uh, a, he's too tall and too skinny. Whoever thought that'd be something? I would be like, oh, don't you know. Yeah. I'm not I'm not body shaming or anything. I was just like, you talk like you can tell he's a tall man. His clothes are too baggy for him. Okay, I think that might be what it is that makes him just seem like I don't know. He looks awkward, doesn't him? Yes, that, that's oh. what I'm going for. So he's like brooding and looking out over the water, and Meg just has to ask him if he's SP. <laughs> well, real quick, I know this is the one that Eddie replaces. Eddie Sibrian, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's my issues because the two are like app the two are like apple and oranges. Well, Eddie has the dimples that I like so much. I know Eddie is very <laughs> cute. Uh, <laughs> um, so the bull this is I wrote the bullet uh, grazed Ben, not shot him, because he doesn't want to go to the hospital. And I'm like, if you were shot, why aren't you going to the hospital? But he's just like, No, I'm fine. I was just shot. <laughs> Um, so, I don't know what, oh, I don't know what I, what I wrote. (laughs) I was typing too fast. Should have been wearing those glasses when you were writing. I guess I was typing too fast for my own good. Um, (laughs) Ricardo has it out with Ben for not cooperating. Okay. I know there's... Maria has something to do with it, but Ricardo Ricardo is getting on my nerves. Really? Yes, I don't like him. I don't love him, but I see potential in him. Mm. So I'm not really passing judgment yet. (laughs) No judgment Uh, yet. (laughs) Not yet. Maria does come up. Um... Because uh, Ben asks Ricardo if this is about Annie or Maria. And he's like, leave my dead sister out of this. (laughs) (laughs) So Ben gets Al Kennedy, who's Beth's third ex-husband, to be Annie's lawyer. Oh, Aunt Beth. I kept waiting for Beth to show up. I'm like, come on, I miss you. Are you? (laughs) She's not in it that much. Her storylines better get juicier. But when she is there, she definitely steals she the show. She steals that show. Yes, she does. Yes, she uh, does. So Ray's parents show up. Mm-hmm. And she tells them that Casey is her husband. Because they have her arranged to marry a man named Wei Li from China. Um, and Casey plays along with it. A little bit too much. He's a little too into it. He's just like, hi, honey. Mm-hmm. Arm around her. <laughs> um, 
Oh, Tiffany's still spending Meg's endless amount of money on another dress. That that one thousand dollars <laughs> is like she's stretching it. It's lasting. And finally, at the end of episode eleven, Meg finally gives up on waiting for SB and leaves, just as SB, aka Ben, is running up to the pier. Of course, isn't that always the way? <laughs> and he even yells, "Dorothy!" Right. I'm like, how did you not hear that, Meg? <laughs> I'm like, Meg, is the wind that la the waves that you, you can't hear over it? <laughs> um. So in Tuesday's episode, they pick up with Ray's parents and they kind of reenact the whole mm -hmm. Casey's my husband thing. And he finally kisses her, but it's not in like a serious way; it's like a joking way. They're cute together. They are. I like them. Um, Meg walks in and sees this, but she like catches on to like their signals and she plays along with it. Okay, so this is where I'd be the worst roommate for them because I would have already spilled the truth, not meaning to. Because <laughs> I've had multiple times where people try to pull a joke on someone and they're trying to like, oh yeah, you know, I'm like, that's not right. I'm like, you have to give me time to prep, be ready. And everything. Um, so one by one, the other roommates kind of make their way through the house and they meet Ray's parents. And um, they find out that Casey's a lifeguard, which they're not really too thrilled about. Well, um, I mean, <laughs> she was arranged to marry. What did, what did he do? I think he's in some kind of business. I do, yeah. Because in private, Ray tells Casey that agreeing to marry Wei Li would merge their family's companies and get them out of debt. So, you know, younger Aaron would be like, oh, arrange marriage. Ugh. But as soon as they say, get us out of debt, I'm like, get us out of debt, you say. <laughs> You're like, hmm. It's weird how your priorities change <laughs> the more you know, when things happen. <laughs> I'll marry him. Well, I'm already married. I can't. Never mind. So Sean, a.k.a. Randy Spelling, and Caitlin, they okay. meet up. Real quick, I'm kind of impressed with Randy Spelling. Because I he did not like Prominently this week. I did not like him on 90210. Mm -hmm. But I like him on this. This is the first time I've seen him do something where he had a, a larger role. He's usually like the side character. In the comedian. Even on Malibu Shores, he was just kind of like one of the friends. Yeah. And I, yeah, I didn't care for him on there either. But this one, I'm like, okay. Okay. Took third time to try. Remember when he flirted with Tori? <laughs> <laughs> oh, could you imagine? Oh, could you imagine? <laughs> But Aaron so he, really let that fly. So Sean and Caitlin meet at the deep for dinner, and they're discussing Annie's arrest and their mother's affair with Dell. And uh, of course, Caitlin is on her father's side, and uh, Sean is on his mother's. Um. Okay, so Meg, I didn't see this. Maybe I looked away. Did Tiffany send a fake email to Meg? Yes. Okay, maybe I was typing. No, no, no. Wasn't it to SB? Because 
Because I'm Meg, going back. I'm never coming. Meg, Meg got a lap. Meg a laptop. Meg's laptop rang like it was a telephone. <laughs> but I heard that one. I used to do that. I know AOL used to be like, you got mail. Like, if you had it open, I guess. But I don't remember his laptops ringing. I was going to say, I don't ever remember a laptop go, which, I mean, I guess I wasn't well off enough to have a laptop. Or my family have a laptop. I was 10. So, you know, of course, yeah. I didn't have a laptop. Going ring, you know. But she gets a message or an email from SB saying he never should have agreed to meet her and that he has accepted oh, a job in Paris. So goodbye that's forever. Right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So then she, close, she closes up her laptop and she puts it in the closet. I know. Like, we Can you can't imagine doing that today? Just like cutting yourself off from the computer. No, because it doesn't last. (laughs) If I close my computer down, I'm like, ooh, where's my phone? (laughs) (laughs) We have so much access to the internet now. Well, she even had to, you know, deconnect from the line. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So meanwhile, Ben is writing a real email to her saying he's sorry for missing her on the pier and revealing that his real name is Ben. But because she disconnected her internet and put her laptop away, she never sees the email. Yeah, this has uh, th- gone on three weeks too long. <laughs> it was cute this, at first. It's cute at first. This week, the it was still fast paced for a daytime. So, but it it felt like it was starting to like yeah down a little. <laughs> well, I I'm just not a big one of like, the whole. Let's keep them up part as long as possible i just don't care for that that's just mm-hmm. me personally at least let them meet or l- find out but little tiffany and i was so glad ben finally called her a child when meg was like i thought you and tiffany had something going on and ben's like she's a child no it's like well that's a first in television <laughs> so meg ends up going to work at the deep Mm-hmm. And she notices the mystery guy from the pier. And so does Caitlin. They're both just kind of staring at him. Is that not a little creepy to you? I was getting crepe factor. I'm like, from, so, or from her, from him. From him. Just, you know, hit a weird smile like, oh, I want to get you, girl. <laughs> it's a sneak attack. Well, he goes over to Caitlin and he asks her to dance. And she's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I probably would have been the same. I mean, I've I've been that girl in the club. Someone come over. Hey, you want to? Yeah, <laughs> I've been her. <laughs> um, Olivia meets Eddie at the Deep at the bar, and he threatens to expose their conversation about Olivia once asking about a hitman in the past, and he wants money from her inheritance. But she says that Annie's contesting the will and that the funds are frozen. I think it's interesting of all the places that they're going to go talk business, you know, the blackmailing, the scheming. Let's go to the club. Right. Another that also serves dinner. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my favorite part was when, um, what's her name? The girl named Mark and the girl. Tiffany? T- no, 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 no. Um, Olivia's daughter. Catherine? Caitlin. Caitlin. When they're dancing and it's like they're barely moving. Like if you go back 
Cole, yeah, Cole uh, and Caitlin when they're dancing, uh, it's like, uh-huh. I'm like, ooh, <laughs> it seems like y'all having lots of fun. Um, so yeah, so she says that the that the funds have been frozen, and Eddie says that he's sure she'll think of something, and Sean spots his mom and Eddie talking, so he gets a little mm-hmm. suspicious. Um, Ben confronts Tiffany one last time about Dorothy, like who the real Dorothy is. And he demands to know, like, where she is and how does she know her. Um, and Meg walks in while this conversation's happening. But she doesn't catch the Darth. Like, she doesn't catch the name parts. He just get, She just catches the whole she, she, she. And he's like, where is she? Tell me where her, where her whereabouts are. <laughs> how convenient. I was having I was having passions flashbacks of all the times when you hear a story you're like oh it's about to come out it's about to come out never mind maybe next week but it's only week three true but it's not month three <laughs> well they set they set your heights set your set this heights sights oh my god I can't speak which is normal like that first <laughs> week really set the bar. So now, you know, now you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> I mean, I still love it. I'm not saying that. Um, Meg doesn't really hear anything important. Tiffany tell, he she goes back downstairs and Tiffany tells Ben that the real Dorothy is done with him and went back to Kansas. And then Tiffany sets her sights on Sean as her new meal ticket. See, here's what Tiffany should have did. <laughs> okay, Ben, I'll tell you who Dorothy is if you give me some money. Right, <laughs> I mean, but she's fine because you know Meg's money just keeps replenishing itself. <laughs> that's true. Or, I mean, she seems desperate for a meal. Here, Ben, I'll give you Dorothy's name. Give me a burger. <laughs> so she flirts with Sean, and she sits down with him, and she starts eating his fries. And Mark, <laughs> Mark is just enabling her bad behavior because even he's like, "I'll get you some food," and uh-huh. she's all. Oh no! I'll, I bet the next guy I talk to will buy me a meal. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Mark, be a better example. Be better. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Sean just like randomly confides pretty much everything in Tiffany, like what he's going through. <laughs> yeah, I don't love a soap. And then he just like offers to buy her dinner, so she won. <laughs> she did. Uh, Meg brings dinner up to Ben's office with strawberry pie, hint, hint, which he says is my favorite. Remember, she almost killed Casey with the strawberry pie. (laughs) (laughs) Strawberry muffins. Muffins, right, right. (laughs) But he loves strawberries. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. So there was a hint. Come on, Meg. Be more observant. (laughs) See, I would like to think I would be more observant, but I know I wouldn't. So, I mean, somebody that's running around town being like, Do you know SB? Do you know somebody with the initials SB? <laughs> you would eventually think SB would be like, oh, It's her. <laughs> um, so Olivia's just pounding back the martinis at the bar. Girl can drink. <laughs> and Mark tells Caitlin so she can take her home. So Sean is acting strange, and Caitlin suspects he knows more about Dell's murder than he's saying. He storms off and Tiffany follows after him. Uh, Caitlin leaves the mystery guy to take her mom home. 
and Meg tells the guy that she's done with romance forever. <laughs> dun dun dun. Dramatic. But then when she brings him, um, I think when she brings Ben up the food, she feels like a pull to him. I don't know. There's like a lingering look to Ben. So then um, she kind of recants her being done with romance and says maybe she'll give it another shot. (laughs) Um, Ben checks his email and it says no recipient found because Meg, a.k.a. Dorothy, is now off the grid. <laughs> Remember when it was that easy? But, um, but he, so he thinks that maybe Dorothy did go back to Kansas. So, right? When, if only we could just unplug <laughs> and be off the grid. <laughs> um. <laughs> so now on Wednesday's episode, Michael catches Vanessa sneaking out to meet up with Janelle—not Janelle, Jaylene's Janelle, mom. Mm-hmm. Michael thinks it's too dangerous, so he says he'll go to meet Janelle's mom. Janelle? Jaylene. What? I had a friend named Janelle, so that's why I keep going to say Janelle. <laughs> I, I'm just going with you. I'm like, that sounds good. Um, LaShonda's the mom. Mm-hmm. Um, so he tells Vanessa that his friend has a safe house in the desert that LaShonda and Jaylene could yeah, Jaylene can go stay <laughs> It's too many names. <laughs> it's like Kristen Kirsten again. Um, Vanessa ends up going off on her own and is followed by two men who follow her under the pier and they attack her. But Michael comes to the rescue. He knocks them out. I'm a little conf- are- I'm a little confused. Okay. Vanessa can clearly take care of herself. Oh, yeah, she does, like, taekwondo and stuff. Yeah. So why is Michael <laughs> having to save her just here and there? Like, Probably I because she was unexpected, and they grabbed her from behind. Well, so they have had her. Yeah. I just would have liked to see her kick some ass again. <laughs> but, like, I don't need no man. She was like, I got this in, like, the second episode. <laughs> <laughs> um. One of the men is lurking outside his apartment, though. They followed them with a gun. But they don't know that. Uh, Meanwhile, Sean has slept on the beach, staying at Tiffany's place. (laughs) 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 It took a moment. (laughs) And I just remembered, like, I guess the dog is gone forever. I know, the poor dog. <laughs> They're like, oh, we can't carry him around forever. Um, he ran away. <laughs> he got tired. Of, he got tired of Tiffany being Dorothy or spending that money on fancy clothes and no dog chow. <laughs> so Sean's having a nightmare that he has a confrontation with his mom about her admitting him knowing that she killed Del and her saying that they have to keep the secret, but Ricardo and, Ricardo and Paula show up with guns, and Olivia's like, you'll never take me alive. <laughs> and they shoot her. I love her. <laughs> she gives some of the best soapy performances. She really leans into the campy drunkenness of it all. <laughs> Which, I, thank you. That's what her and that bat need some scenes together. Mm-hmm. So Tiffany wakes him, 
because they got to run because they're about to get busted by the police for sleeping on the beach. Um, Olivia overhears the police want to question Sean again when uh, Caitlin and Gregory are talking. Uh, but nobody knows where he is because he didn't come home. He slept on the beach. Eddie calls Olivia and says they should meet up again. And Olivia sends Caitlin to go look for Sean, look for Sean so she can make a phone call to get money for Eddie. Sean eventually comes home and he and Olivia discuss what he saw the night before. Don't you just love how she's like by his head going, it was Annie. <laughs> it was Annie. Yeah, she tells, well, she tells him he described Annie. So she's like, so clearly it was Annie. <laughs> she's like, just thinking about it. <laughs> it's no one else, it's Annie. Like she really does not like Annie. <laughs> and the feeling's mutual. <laughs> Um, he says that he saw her at the hotel, but Olivia defends herself trying to persuade Sean it really was Annie. Oh, Greg let me add, if I see that Olivia walking into that hotel in slow motion one more time. That's when I felt like I was like, all right, it's, it's, it's becoming a soap opera now. It's like, I get it. She, you saw her walk. You saw her walk. There was even a scene with Paula and um, Ricardo where it was like all exposition. It was basically just a recap of everything that has happened. <laughs> and I was like, oh, we're doing this already? Okay. <laughs> For the new viewers. <laughs> it's like, oh, the ones who have missed the last three weeks. I'm sorry <laughs> you did. Just here you go. So Gregory meets up with Eddie and pays him for info on the progress of the investigation and photo, the photos of Olivia disposing of the gun. So uh, later on, Gregory hears Caitlin talking on the phone about the cute guy she met at the deep. And he's not very happy about that. <laughs> Uh-oh. What is it with like creepy fathers on Zoops? I don't know, but it's weird. <laughs> or parents, because even on Bold, Stephanie's obsessed with Ridge. I mean, it's one thing to have your favorite child, but when you borderline, it's like, uh, stop trying to have that kind of chemistry with your child. They talk about that a lot with passions with Ethan and Aunt Sheridan, how they had some weird, like the way they'd write them. Okay. Just to go on a passions tangent. I remember the first month at least they literally said the same lines almost every day. Be like, oh, my Aunt Sheridan's impassioned. She's more like a sister, really. We were so close in age. Like, they literally said that every single day. Look, you, we can recreate the pilot episode. We know the dialogue because they said it every day. I love Ethan. Ethan will be mine. Just let me meet him. <laughs> Teresa. Get it out of your head, you know. <laughs> oh, passions. But Sunset Beach. Back to Sunset Beach. <laughs> so Caitlin tells Gregory that she's staying home from school for the semester. Um, Sean runs into Olivia on the beach and he tells her he's leaving town because he can't handle the pressure from the police. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
But Ricardo <laughs> catches them on the beach and he tells Sean that he's bringing him in for questioning. So, uh, Casey and Ray are continuing to play husband and wife. Mm-hmm. Gray tells Casey as soon as her parents leave, they're getting a divorce faster than Lisa Marie and Michael. And I was like, ooh, that's a 90s reference. <laughs> a good one. She. So then they kind of have one-on-ones with the parents on the beach later. Ray's with her father and Casey's with the mother. And she's like explaining to her father how like since she's met Casey, she's laughing, she's having fun, she has friends. She's like, I'm dancing now. She's like, I even did the Macarena. And I was like, oh, that's so 90s also. <laughs> oh, that song. Oh, how do you want to read? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, where am I? Uh, so Casey makes a, a bet with Ray that he could get her parents to like him. And if he can't, she could have the room with the ocean view. And if he can, then he gets a kiss. And she's like, that's all one kiss. He's like, just one kiss. I guess he's pretty confident that's all he needs. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Casey, let us, let's see. <laughs> um, Paula is jealous of the thought of Ricardo, Ricardo dating another woman. So she asks Eddie to go out for dinner to make Ricardo jealous. Um, so when, but when they make it known that that's what they're doing, Ricardo tells Eddie that he has to work overnight. <laughs> I'm not really into that storyline. No, it's Paula. It, I mean, I I like Paula. I do. I just don't like that storyline. Again, I'm not sure that I love Eddie so much. Um, and I just feel like they're acting childish. They've been together for five months. Well, six in the next episode. But <laughs> Well, in soap opera land, they should already have a baby by now. But, like, they're already talking about, like, living together. There was a pregnancy scare. Like, it's been six months. Relax. <laughs> it's like, what, are you a gay couple? No. <laughs> <laughs> I move fast. That's why I can use that reference. <laughs> <laughs> So on Thursday's episode, this is episode 14, uh, at the police station, Olivia tries to convince Sean that Annie ha- is the has to be the killer. She's like, it just has to be. Annie. It has to be Annie. It has <laughs> to be Annie. You know you uh, saw Annie, Sean. Did and you Annie love, is... Oh. Did you love how Annie, like, when she saw Olivia through the window, she was like, you betch! You betch! I didn't kill my mother! <laughs> My favorite was when they're like turn around and she's just like, just say it was me, Sean. Just say it was me. <laughs> like, you know you're gonna pick me anyway. For God's sake, just hurry this along. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> that had to be so much fun for her to play. <laughs> and you know, uh, she's you can tell she's so, like the way the way they just like would kind of they're supposed to be holding her back, but she's just kicking her legs and just... flying in the air. <laughs> like, whoa. <laughs> it's like, wow, she put some height into that. <laughs> well, she also looks like she's like 90 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> she wanted us to really know Olivia was a bitch. <laughs> um, Ricardo tells Annie that the gun she had was the murder weapon because the ballistics report came back. <laughs> 
um, Gregory mistakes one of the cloaks that they're going to use in the lineup as Olivia's jacket. I, I did like how Eddie was like, oh. Hmm. Does your wife own a jacket like this? <laughs> <laughs> and then my next note was Annie sped up the lineup and she's like, just fucking pick me. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't say that, but like, she now, said pick you, me. <laughs> I feel like if it was Annie, on Netflix, she would say that. I feel like Annie would have a potty mouth. Yeah, right. You're like, you fucking bitch. You killed my father. You did it. Yeah, but she'd probably use some other words that I won't say. Uh <laughs> um so she, after after the lineup, she's all just like <laughs> Gregory's like giving her advice. She's like, Yeah, thanks, but no thanks. She's like, I want to do a polygraph. <laughs> she's like, I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm like, mm, do you really? <laughs> <laughs> um, but after the interrogation, Ricardo is interrogating Sean without Gregory nearby, and he seems. Hey, hello, how does he like, like, tell me? Just tell me. <laughs> what? Like Sean's a child, technically. Even just asking questions, wouldn't the parent have to be there? I think he's in college. Oh, or eighteen. He's he was at a club. How do you get into a club? That club let that club let that club lets anyone in. It seems because <laughs> it's a restaurant too. <laughs> so you can't go based off that. <laughs> so finally, Sean breaks and he flat out says it was Andy. <laughs> uh, Ricardo gives Paula a charm for their six month anniversary. Uh, apparently, this is something he's done every month since then, because he says to add to the others. And she kind of seems like she's warming towards him until he makes the mistake of saying that he had another woman go pick it up for him. Will a man never learn? Do not let a woman or a man know someone else picked out the jewelry. <laughs> um, but later on, in, in like secret... She kind of like pulls, she's she's wearing a necklace with the other charms and she kind of secretly adds it to the necklace and hides it again. Yeah, she's playing games too. She is. <laughs> she's like, I can play them too. <laughs> she's like, you have to, she's basically like, he needs to prove that he loves me. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the beach, Olivia tells Sean how proud she is of him and that he like was able to say it was Annie and that like she convinced the Gregory to buy him a new car the James Bond car he's been wanting it's like here we we said someone murdered someone here's a car well, well done because you made sure it looked like mommy didn't do it that's basically what she said <laughs> it's like here since you said mommy didn't do it you get a car <laughs> Good boy. Uh, Sean kind of gets insulted and starts to storm off and says, like, you can't buy my loyalty. Like, I love you. Like, I, I would have protected you without the car. <laughs> Why is it the rich people always say that? You can't buy my loyalty or love. <laughs> Hun, um, there is a price. I love you. But a little bit of change. But No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would I would have been insulted too. Like, what? You don't think I love you? Fine. You know what? I'm gonna think about this as I drive my new car. 
how disappointed <laughs> I am. Um, and of course, Eddie's lurking on the beach, and That's Olivia hands him the hush money he was looking for. He got two paydays. I know. Off the same thing. I went, damn. Why it's is he going to a cop now? <laughs> because um, it seems like in Sunset Beach, a little bit of money goes a long way. Right. <laughs> he must, I must have not been listening, but he, I think he made a snarky comment about her being the killer. And she says something around like, they say after the first kill, it gets much easier. Yes. I was, <laughs> and I was like, yeah, get him. <laughs> I was like, ooh. <laughs> I feel like that's her version of Abby saying her little Mrs. Ewing thing. You know what? Once you kill. <laughs> um, at Michael's apartment, the henchman breaks into the, the apartment. Mm-hmm. And he holds the mic on point. And little Jaylene is like, Uncle Clyde. And makes him like, <laughs> I had the gun. <laughs> um, Meg and Casey walk in, and Clyde makes a run for it. Mm-hmm. And uh, they go, uh, Casey and Michael go running after him. They split up, and Clyde comes up behind Casey and kind of points the gun at Casey's back. But Michael saves him by um, breaking up. Uh, a potted plant over his head. <laughs> <coughs> and they bring his unconscious body back to the apartment. <laughs> and then Meg's all duct tape. And they all in a movie. I saw it in a movie. I love how she played detective with Ben. I think it's the aunt. And this uh, <laughs> the one you least expect. Um Vanessa's afraid to go to the police because she's afraid that with the mother missing that social services will step in and send the daughter to the father, which is who they're trying to keep her away from. Which I was like, okay, that's a good reason not to like, yeah. And we see Annie take the polygraph (laughs) and she's doing okay at first, but then, you know, there comes the shape questions where she did lie, like that she was with Aunt Bet, and like she starts to add explanations and And they're like yes or no questions. Yeah. Yes or that's no true. questions. <laughs> um, and that's how Thursday's episode ends, with her kind of looking at the lines, wondering if it's showing that she's lying or not. <laughs> Actually she's going, oh, I'm going to hell. <laughs> I love when they brought her in with uh, her, she's gagged and in a straight jacket. Well, I'm getting to that now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I can't remember what episode it was. So, uh, well, we'll get to it. So at the beach house, Casey, Michael, and Meg, and Mark use Clyde, use, no, hide Clyde in the closet all taped up because they don't want Ray to know about it. And Ray comes home and they try to distract her by making her go out to eat with her parents. But Clyde falls out of the closet. (laughs) (laughs) What a way to come out of the closet. (laughs) So one by one, each of them is trying to explain what happened. And they're each giving like bits and pieces of it. Just like spitting it at like each of them spitting out like a piece of it to her. They, uh, when I had this question too, when they asked it, what is it with people in the Three Stooges? I've never been a fan. 
But I I've remember people really, loving them. I've never really thought they were historical. Okay, I didn't. I didn't know if it was just me. Okay. I always felt like it was very much of its time, and mm. but I, I don't like slapstick comedy, and I feel like that's what it is. Um. So yeah, so everyone fills right in, and she has an idea to shoot him up with. I think it, she said benzocaine. Yeah, it's gonna cause temporary, temporary amnesia. amnesia. Mm-hmm. And they can leave him passed out on the beach. Some of us would love some of those for the <laughs> some of the things in our life. <laughs> so that's what they do, and it ends up working. I know they weakened at Bernie's. Weakened at Bernie's his ass. <laughs> they were just carrying him like. <laughs> so your boyfriend Tim was at Elaine's. Finally, they showed him. Like he starts to have a story as it goes on. They better because I'm like, I'm starting to feel he was misunderstood. Okay. I'm just playing. You're not wearing your rubber band today. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so Tim's at Aline's waffle shop, and he's talking to her about needing a job and possibly staying in Sunset Beach. They briefly talk about Meg, but they don't really get into the details. And I'm like, Elaine, you know Meg's backstory. Why are you talking to him? You know he's a bad guy. <laughs> well, see, I was the other way. I was like, okay, you don't know Tim's story. Maybe there's a, you know, don't be mean to him, Elaine. Yeah, she might be thinking there's two sides to every story. <laughs> No, that's. I don't think she was. I think she was just like team. Well, she's a paying customer. <laughs> mm-hmm. She doesn't want to drive business away. She wouldn't give him a job though. She gives him the whole Sunset Beach Armando De Chanel speech. <laughs> she needs to just have that printed out. And just be like, here. I'm tired of saying this to all the newbies. <laughs> the land that romance builds. <laughs> I don't remember all the when the sun hits the moon. When the sun hits the moon and the stars line, <laughs> and you see your shadow on this. <laughs> Whoever is at the far side of the pier is who you're destined to be with. <laughs> I just remember the land that romance built. That's it. <laughs> and then I just make up the rest for me. The rest, right? <laughs> it so changes Caitlin, every time too. Caitlin's there waiting for Gregory to show up to have lunch, and the mystery guy, aka Cole, shows up. Awkwardly strolls inside. <laughs> oh, we find, find out we find out they're both nerds. Nerds? Yeah. Cat uh she and him as they're walking on the beach. Mm-hmm. They're, I think he's from Sunset Beach or so, but he's like, you wouldn't recognize me because I was a nerd or something. Oh. She's like, oh, so was I. I didn't catch that. Unless I made that whole thing up, I really don't think I did. They were having casual conversations, maybe. Because I, I was a little like, no, just kidding. Uh, but, <laughs> no, I don't it's care. Because, like, I know I like them as a couple at some point, but not yet. <laughs> I mean, at this point, I, I would like Meg, I like Meg's storyline of not knowing who SB is instead of their building. <laughs> But he finally introduces himself as Cole, so now he has a name. Um, and yeah, they go for a walk on the beach, and she says she's supposed to meet her father, but he's always late, so why not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, remember in the this week when she's like, "If you find out anything, 
beat me on my pager. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Remember pagers. Um, Gregory shows finally does show up at the waffle shop, and Elaine tells him that she left with a guy, and he's not happy about that. Mm-mm. Um, Tim startles Meg on the pier, and they talk um, about SB pretty much and how it didn't work out. And he's kind of gloating, but low key, and also kind of trying to feel her out to see if she's still angry. He kind of admits that he was wrong for what he did, but he's changed. And yeah, he needs to stop reminding her that he was kind of sleeping with her best friend mm-hmm. if he wants to get back with her. Yeah, I feel like he's trying to feel her out and see if she still cares about him. Like, remember proud. when I slept with your best friend slash maid of honor? You still mad at me? Oh, okay. I'll come back. Really sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. You know, I'm shocked they I'm shocked he doesn't say like I'm a man and a man has needs. <laughs> um he asked her if she'll move back to Kansas and she says she likes it here and she thinks she's gonna stay. And I wish she would have been like, would you move back to Kansas after moving here? I don't think so. <laughs> I've been to Kansas. Says, he says that he likes it here too, and he thinks he might stay. Would she be okay with that? And she's like, I don't care what you do. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like that. I was like, well, I care, man. He needs to stay. <laughs> she's like, do what you want. I don't care. You don't have to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> um, Meg goes to the deep to cover for Mark and do inventory with Ben. They talk about Annie's situation and they comes up with different conspiracy theories, like it was the ants and um I think that was their way of trying to say, okay, we have these two suspects. We need to throw in another suspect. So how about we have Meg be Nancy Drew for a moment? From yeah. <laughs> and be like, oh, it's gonna be the person you least expect. Aunt Bet. Love him, but <laughs> so Ben thanks her for her help. And while they're working, oh my gosh, sorry, th- I just thought of this. <laughs> I got too excited about this, you know. Okay, Dale and Aunt Bet, uh huh, brother and sister, yes, they're both on passions, yes. She played Mrs. Wallace, he played Alistair, uh huh. They slept together. Their characters slept together and had and a child is. named Beth. Oh. So how funny that they're on this show, they're brother and sister. Mm-hmm. And then on that show, they play, I guess, lovers or whatever. And they had a child named Beth, which is almost Beth. No. <laughs> <laughs> I see, I had already stopped watching Passions at that point, but I read about it. I like, I, I was there for a long time. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I was holding out until they went to direct TV, and then I was like, mm, sorry. Oh, you were pretty much there for the whole run, then. <laughs> when, yeah, when I could. I watched it whenever I could. Um, so, yeah. Uh, oh, so Meg starts to talk to Ben while she's working about why she came to Sunset Beach and her whole situation, like, Mm-hmm. How she's talking to a guy named SB, and she's from Kansas. Like I knew everything that you want to happen, but because they they pulled away from Ben, you know he fell asleep. And sure enough, she looks over and he fell asleep at his desk. So he heard none of it. <laughs> I wish they wouldn't have pulled away and made that like Friday's cliffhanger mm. or something. 
the minute it became like or, or made him, wasn't in it, you knew that that's what was going to happen. Yeah. Or made him fall out of the chair when she told <laughs> her story. It made it seem like, oh, he passed out from hearing the story. <laughs> um, okay, so here's what Annie. <laughs> so Annie had her bail hearing. And apparently she got wild. <laughs> like, the way they described it is how I imagined when she was kicking up in the air, calling, like, saying, you bitch, I know you killed my mother. <laughs> it's like, you son of a bitch, why won't you give me bail? I think they said she bit somebody. That's why they <laughs> gagged her. <laughs> I wish they would have filmed that scene. I, I was going to say, I, w- I wish we would have got that scene. I wish we would have got that scene. But because we know Annie so well at this point, we could just imagine. I mean, I, 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 pictured, I pictured it right then. I was like, yep, just how I thought it would happen. <laughs> so she's gagged in a straight jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and Ben unties her restraints if she promises she'll behave. <laughs> if this is her first three weeks on the soap, I can't imagine what the rest of her run's like. Like, once we get past this story, and she has a story. <laughs> so, uh, Gregory, for some reason, comes down to see Annie, and she begs him to admit or consider that Olivia's the killer. And he's just like, no, I can't do that. I don't understand why. I guess for looks, like, they have to be the perfect um, family. When he tried to blackmail that... Um... Or when he did blackmail that politician, I was like, you were with us two weeks ago having dinner. No, I was in Washington. We, it won't fly. Okay, and I didn't know who this politician was. I didn't know if this was like a separate story or if this was like the judge on Annie's case or if this was... It was just like a little separate... Day, like This was just him trying to get an alibi for Olivia and him. Saying they were all together. Yeah, that I knew, but I didn't know because he kept saying up for election. Like, a judge gets elected. Oh. So I was like, is it a DA? I don't know if a DA gets elected or not. I don't know how that works. Um, We paid more attention in civics class. I guess we didn't. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I didn't know if that was just, like, a separate thing. I knew that he was trying to get an alibi for Olivia, but I'm like, Mm -hmm. who is this person? P.S. That's the guy that tried to rape Donna on 90210. In season five. <laughs> Evil. <laughs> but again, Aaron Spelling reusing his actors in other shows. <laughs> um, so Eddie brings Ricardo a list of registered 38 caliber guns in Sunset Beach. And Olivia Richards is on the list of only <gasps> No. <laughs> So Ricardo informs Gregory of this and demands that they bring her gun in tomorrow. It was kind of hard to do because Olivia threw it in the ocean. <laughs> I bet she didn't throw it far, so they could probably still find it. So I don't know how they're going to get away with this. <laughs> <laughs> um, Annie calls Aunt Bet and says she needs her help. And <laughs> Bet comes to visit and she's flirting with all the policemen. Typical bet. The police officer that was guarding the door is on is or was on bold in recent years. Oh. He works with Bill Spencer, the the new Bill Spencer. Oh. I don't know if he's like his lawyer or he's something. Okay. And he was on days a few years ago. He was like 
the crooked DA. Um, I can't. Remember, I don't know the actor's name though. Um, so Bet asked to speak to Annie alone in private, and <laughs> she takes her hat off and she basically has like a a wig on that's the same color as her hair and extra clothes that Annie could wear so she could sneak out and pretend to be bet. And I'm like, this is not going to work. <laughs> but only Annie would try. She had to try. So Ricardo sees Annie dressed as bet, but thinks it's bet and says that he needs to talk to her about her alibi. But when he like turns around, he sees it's Annie. <laughs> so she didn't even make it too far. She hasn't even been in jail that long. But she's like, it's killing me. It's killing me. I can't take it no more. She's the only one in the cell. (laughs) She basically has private accommodations. So uh, Ricardo tells her that this little scheme just got her moved to county lockup. Which she's like terrified about. And she begs him for his help. She plays the Maria card. She was my best friend. I loved her too. Did it. I'm tired of hearing about Maria. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he says it's out of his hands now because the DA is pissed. <laughs> oh, maybe she bit the DA. Maybe that's what happened. <laughs> Probably. So then you already brought up the um, the politician that he paid off. But um, yeah, so basically Friday's cliffhanger was Annie trying to seduce Eddie into coming into the cell, probably so she could handcuff him and escape. <laughs> oh, I hope she does. I think that's her plan. <laughs> Let's hope she comes come through Annie. Because she... She's kind of made it known, like, she doesn't really like Eddie. She just kind of uses him. So. Well, he keeps going back, so it's his own fault. <laughs> it's toxic. The whole thing's toxic. <laughs> I feel like most relationships in Annie's lives right now is toxic. Besides her and Aunt Bat. So for a more slow-paced, actual soapy-feeling week, how'd you think? what'd you think about it? Seven. Okay. Still enjoying it? Oh, yeah. I'm still enjoying it. Especially Annie. (laughs) And Olivia, of course. They hate each other. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And some of the lesser characters you can still see are still trying to figure out their character. Uh How they're going to portray it. I feel... I don't know. I, I like Vanessa, and I don't know why. She really hasn't had much story except for hiding out at Michael's. I think it's she's a good actress. Like, I've seen her in other things, and she's... Solid. Maybe that's why, because I've seen her in other things. Mm-hmm. Like, she's in The Fosters. Mm-hmm. I love her curly hair. And I also like Michael. He's, he's in a lot of things, too. Oh, yeah, he's in Station 19. He gorgeous man. Mm-hmm. And still, I feel like looks the same. I know. I'm like. (sighs) (laughs) But yeah, so that was the week in Sunset Beach. Um, We're going to continue to chug along while watching other things. 
Um, what do we have this week? Well, tomorrow we have a, on a Patreon exclusive, Don't Touch My Grapes. Oh, that's right. We did not slander already. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Don't Touch My Grapes, which is our Falcon Crest coverage. And I touched the grapes. I had grapes this morning. <laughs> they were delicious. <laughs> um, we're going to be covering Falcon Crest Season 1, Episodes 4 and 5. Mm-hmm. Wednesday is episode six of Tomorrow's a New Day. We're already six weeks in. Can you believe that? Next week is our... It's the mid-season finale, yes. That came quick. I know. (laughs) After all that waiting for it to come out, and now we're almost done. (laughs) Well, halfway done with the first season. And we also have the after show, After Tomorrow. So you can check that out. And um, I think we're going to pre-record a little something for next week over the weekend. Because Monday, next week, is Valentine's Day. So we want to spend some quality time with our significant others. But we still want to give you something to watch. Because we (laughs) love you all. Because you're our Valentine. Oh, (laughs) cute. So, as always, thank you so much for joining us. And check us out on all the socials at Queers and Soaps. And check us out on Patreon and subscribe also at patreon.com slash Queers and Soaps. Until next time, have a great night. Bye. Bye.